Ready, set, go! Welcome back to the EV Diaries. This is the place where we discuss EVs in small town America. Did you miss me? I have to say last week is so very uncharacteristic for me, and I'm not sure why. Since October, I've attempted to put out three to four episodes a week. I also have a lot of other irons in the fire, and juggling all the responsibilities, just as in your life, sometimes things get a little off balance, and you have to sort of back up and reset. Not sure what caused my imbalance this week, but I think it began last Sunday. I may have mentioned that I run. Now, it's funny because my chiropractor once told me that you're not built like a runner. He sort of sounds like that too. You're not built like a runner. And I looked at him and I said, what would I look like if I didn't run? Anyway, I started running back in 2003 and did my first 5K in 2004. I grew up with asthma really bad as a kid, and there's this whole story I will go into at some point. Um, it was a faith-based thing, so I, you know, I will share my story with people who ask, but I'm I'm not going to share it here. But anyway, I started running in 2003. Um, actually, I transitioned from cycling in, into running in 2003. It started a streak of 5Ks, 10Ks, half marathons, and full marathons leading up until about 2014, and I did my last half marathon for a long time. It was in Anaheim at Disneyland. I think it was uh, part of the Dumbo Double Dare. I finished the half marathon, and all of a sudden, I just stopped. I didn't start running again. Well, I tried several times to get back into the running thing, and I did a few 5Ks locally here and there. But I tried so many times to get back to the longer races, and I finally made it around to doing a half marathon back in November. Again, this was at Disney World. It was part of the Wine and Dine series of races they do. And since then, I've tried to keep the momentum. On February 1st, I went to Cincinnati. I ran a 5K. I ran it all out. Was my best 5K in a decade. Wasn't my best 5K ever, but it was best one in a long, long time. And I just gave it everything I could give that day. And then last week, Sunday, um, to be specific, I ran a virtual half marathon as part of my Disney run that I've got scheduled for April. I set a time goal and I exceeded it by about three minutes, but the end result was just a week of complete exhaustion imbalance, classic overtraining. I mean, I got up Monday I tried to go to the gym. I just could not muster the energy. And it just snowballed from there. Uh, the gym was virtually gone from my life this week. I did run Wednesday morning, I guess. And it was just a slow slog. Still not recovered from Sunday. And I broke the cardinal rule of building good habits. And I do consider 
doing three to four podcasts a week is a good habit. I'm glad that I've got into it and I've missed it this week, but I did break the cardinal rule and that is never miss twice. And I apologize. All you've gotten this week is just this, and it's, I'm not trying to make an excuse. I'm just trying to tell you what happened because it was inexcusable, but this is one of so many things that deserved attention this week that it, it just didn't happen. And I apologize. It's been a good week as far as EV news goes, and I'm hoping to come back to some of it. Um, I noticed that Tesla's been all over the news, both good and bad, um, especially with this uh, second fatality that they've investigated and they've re released a report on that. We may look at that next week. Nikola Motors has a new fuel cell pickup. It's pretty sharp, um, and we haven't really talked about fuel cells that much. We may dig into that a little bit, um, and... There's a lot of legislation that's being proposed on both sides of the aisle, some good, some bad, and I'm going to hit on that just a little bit today, which I think last episode I said I wasn't going to get too political, and then right here we are. What happened this week is the president's fiscal 2021 budget came out, and it basically wants to phase out the EV tax credit, amongst other things. There's a lot of uh, renewable research that's going to go away under this budget. There's a lot of, uh, there's just a lot of things where they're cutting back. Of course, last week there was a uh, bipartisan group, if you can believe that, uh, headed up by um, Senator Stubenauer, Stubenauer, Stubenauer from Michigan and uh, Lamar Alexander from Tennessee, which is, you know, just 40 miles down the road, they're proposing to lift the 200,000 units sold um, cap on EV manufacturers. Let me look here. There was uh, another uh, proposal, and I'm flipping through my notes here. Um, Representative Levin and uh, Casio Cortez, uh, she's been making some waves since she's hit Washington. But they are, they are proposing a bill that would uh, create a vast infrastructure um, network to the tune of about a billion dollars. And on the other side, you've got um, uh, Senator Barrasso from Wyoming. He wants to kill the tax credits um, all the way around and impose an EV tax. I would say that he's in the back pocket of big oil. Uh, but that's just a speculation from my part. Um, but everything, it seems, has to become a political football. And this sort of aggravates me because EVs, we're right in the middle of an election cycle, and this is a political football. I do want to commend Michigan, though. Um, they have some very EV-centric representation with... Uh, Senator Stubenow and um, Representative Debbie Dingle, who, if you remember, uh, that's cool, the two Debbies. If you remember, uh, Representative Dingle supported or, or proposed an Electrify American Act late last year, which had some interesting things in it. But the bottom line is that the whole politicalization 
of EVs just aggravates the crap out of me, if you can't tell. And the thing is, we have lobbyists to blame. It's whichever side can buy the most votes is what gets dictated to small-town America. Look, I love EVs. I think they are a positive thing for the world. I think they are a positive thing for small-town America. And I despise what politics has become in America and what it's doing to this EV discussion. But I guess politics have always been this way, way before America was even a country. But it just makes me mad that you can't separate the two. I'm sorry for the delay in this episode and getting it here. Next week, I want to talk about some things that are fun, or at least not as political as, as all of this. And maybe we can we can get a separation from the two. That's, that's what we need. We need uh, separation of EVs and state. There you go. There you go. Let that one roll around. Just remember the EV revolution is here. It's time to get back on track and enjoy the ride.